Welcome to the Catholic Truth Podcast, where we teach and preach the truth of the Catholic faith without compromise and without apology. We want to give you high energy and non-boring Catholicism, where anyone at any time can come to know exactly what the Catholic Church teaches and why. We do apologetics, spirituality, other religions, our culture, and more. Most of all, we want to inspire you, inform you, and help you to know, love, and live your Catholic faith with purpose and passion. We are Catholic Truth. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Catholic Truth Podcast. My name is Brian Mercier, and I will be your host. I am the president and founder of Catholic Truth, and I am super excited to be here with you today. I talked about many of the problems in the Catholic Church today and many of the challenges that the Catholic Church is facing today. But we would be remiss if we only stayed in a place of whininess, and we only stayed in a place of bickering, and we only stayed in a place of complaining, and all we do is judge people and complain about the priest and complain about the bishop and we don't recognize the signs of hope and life renewing in our church. And we don't talk about how to reform the church. If we only talk about what's bad about the church, but not what we can do about it, then that is no help at all. And there's a lot of renewal going on in the Catholic Church that you may or may not be aware of. I graduated from Franciscan University in Steubenville, Ohio, and in that school alone, it's producing many leaders, future leaders who are completely orthodox and faithful to Holy Mother Church and who are populating parishes across our country. In fact, the Steubenville Summer Conferences started about, oh, I don't know, well over 10 years ago, 15 years ago, and they had 2,500 teenagers coming every weekend throughout the summer to Ohio. They had to turn so many tens of thousands of teens away that they made it in four different states, including my state, where I used to live, Massachusetts, and they had 2,500 teens for two weekends throughout the summer. So we're talking 5,000 teens in four locations plus Ohio. And the The good news is that they told their friends and the Holy Spirit was working and the Holy Spirit was moving and they actually had to make four more states full of these conferences. So we're talking eight conferences with thousands of kids throughout the summer who still had to be turned away because they just kept coming in droves. The fire of the Holy Spirit was beginning to spread and is continuing to spread. And it went to 10 different states and then 12 different states. And now it's in 21 different states, if I'm not mistaken, and in Canada. And these conferences are spreading like wildfire. Tens and tens of thousands of teens every single summer are being catechized. They're being trained. They're being raised up. They're being given Jesus in the Eucharist. They're being given the Holy Spirit. And these kids are on fire. And if you go to any of these conferences, the last day, they ask how many of you teens would consider becoming a priest or a nun. And it's miraculous. You have three to four hundred boys stand up saying that they would consider becoming a priest. And probably 200, 300 girls stand up saying that they would definitely consider becoming a nun. And we say there's a shortage. The only shortage in this country is a shortage of faith. It's a shortage. It's a crisis of faith. I mean, we can't water down the faith. And this is proof that when you give it to teens, they love it. They accept it and they're willing to give their lives to God. These Steubenville conferences alone are proof that the Catholic Church is being renewed from the ground up, from our youth who are the future generations of our church. And that's extremely exciting news. I help run a camp in New York. It's called Camp Veritas. And this camp was 
started with 50 teenagers between 7th and 12th grade, and now it's over 1,700 teenagers in five locations, and it continues to expand all of the time. We're continuing to go to different states, and now it's even in Ireland. So this camp, among other Catholic camps in this country, are continuing to grow, continuing to feed our youth, continuing to train and raise up our youth for future generations. Maybe the clergy and the bishops aren't doing what they're supposed to in our view, in our eyes. Maybe we'd like them to preach more. Maybe we'd like them to come across with authority more and to remind us who we are more. But the reality is that the grassroots organizations and people and Catholics in this country and around the world are rising up. People in organizations like my organization, Catholic Truth, which, as I said already, is trying to catechize people on a mass scale, trying to bring uh, the love of Christ into transformed lives on a mass scale. But there's many others as well, including Franciscan University, Camp Veritas, Catholic Answers, Ascension Press, EWTN, St. Joseph's Communications, Ignatius Press. I mean, there are many, many, many grassroots organizations in this country that are super orthodox, super faithful to the church, on fire, and doing good work. In the 1970s and 80s, many heterodox views, many dissident priests and religious sisters, many media sources were dissident, and many of these places were putting out literature and media that wasn't good and was not faithful to the Catholic Church. But now, those have been replaced by mass media, internet media, books and publishing that are completely faithful, and they've been renewed and reformed. Our Catholic schools in this country and around the world have been some of the greatest that the world has ever known. But since the 60s, they've kind of imploded. And I've seen firsthand people in Catholic schools who were Protestants or atheists who were teaching the doctrines more faithfully than Catholics who were watering it down or not teaching Catholic doctrines. And there were many abominations going on in the Catholic schools, but I'm happy to report that in the areas that I've seen, many, many Catholic schools have reformed. They've got good teachers in there. They're faithful to the church now. They're growing and things are starting to renew and to come back. These are all signs of hope. While many of the nuns and religious sisters in our country were completely completely hijacked by extreme feminism and hijacked by non-Catholic teachings and belief, these sisters are now being renewed. Many of the older generations of priests and nuns are passing away, and the sisters who never wore habits, their orders are dying, and new, vibrant, life-filled orders of religious sisters like the Dominicans, the Sisters of Life, the Sisters of Charity, they're burgoying, they're just booming with vocations, and they're starting to take the country over again with our Catholic faith, with their love for Christ. I mean, just look at the CF our sisters online. Look at the sisters of life. They're balls of joy. They're balls of happiness. They love life. They radiate Jesus Christ and his love for his church. And so do the Franciscan Friars of the Renew and many other orders that have been renewed and that are doing good work in the church. Seminaries have been reformed. We're starting to put out many good priests now. I mean, many signs of hope are happening in the Catholic Church, but it doesn't happen overnight. It takes a long time and it takes us. 
I could mention many other things in our country, and I could mention many other things in our church that are good, that are signs of hope, that are signs of life, that things are being renewed. We have to remember that even Jesus said there would be bad people in the church, wolves in sheep's clothing. St. Paul said they would even be up into the hierarchy and they would try to destroy the church. But Jesus said no matter how much evil comes against the church and how many people come into the church who are fake and want to destroy it, Jesus said the gates of hell will not prevail against it. So this is good news. And we have to know that the Catholic Church has existed for two thousand years. Two thousand years. The Catholic Church has outlasted every organization on planet Earth. The Catholic Church has weathered all storms, has gotten through persecutions and death and torture and many other things down through the ages that have tried to destroy the church from without and from within. And in a video I'm going to be making very soon, hopefully it'll be one of my next few videos, I'm going to be talking about the glory and the beauty of the Catholic Church and how the Catholic Church survived 300 years of persecution on and off, of death, of torture, of being thrown into Colosseums, and all of these other things. The Catholic Church survived, and not only that, they eventually thrived. We also have to remember that the Catholic Church, over 2,000 years, helped to build Western civilization as we know it. The Catholic Church, people say it is evil. The Catholic Church, people say it's from the devil. The Catholic Church, people say is the whore of Babylon and all these other things. And yet the Catholic Church gave the world the Bible. How could the devil do that, people? How could the devil give the world the Bible? How could the devil, uh, an evil, completely holy, corrupt church, as many anti-Catholics say, make the Bible? I mean, we were the ones at our councils, first the Council of Rome in 382, which chose the books of the Bible, and then more finally at the Council of Carthage in 397 AD, and then ratified by Pope Innocent in 401, we canonized the Bible. The Catholic Church alone chose which books would be in the Bible and which works would not, which books were inspired by the Holy Spirit and which books weren't. I mean, everybody who loves the Bible today, you were given the Bible by the Catholic Church, who copied it for over a thousand years so you could have it. I mean, this is awesome. Where would we be without the Catholic Church copying the Bible? When barbarians and Vikings were ransacking the Roman Empire for hundreds of years and burning libraries, the Catholic monks risked their life to save the scriptures and restart copying them again. And we saved the many classics because our monks copied them and they gave them to the world. Many people say, oh, the Christians started the Bible. The Christians just made the Bible. No, there were like 80 gospels. Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, those were only four. And there were like hundreds of epistles that all claimed to be inspired. But it was the Catholic Church because they were started by Jesus and had the authority of Jesus is the Catholic Church alone who chose the books of the Bible and copied it for over a thousand years so we could have it. It's also the Catholic Church who developed law, economics, the scientific method, and many other things that we base all of Western civilization on. The Catholic Church has been through many hard times in the past, and we've survived, and we've thrived, and the devil hates the church, and he's going to continue to attack the church. But people like you watching this video, people like me, we need to rise up. We need to become holy. We need to become loving. We need to be filled with the Holy Spirit. We need to be saints because that is the real issue. It's a crisis of saints. It's a crisis of holiness. When we become holy, we change others. Christ can work in and through us to inspire others, to change others, to give people a, a fire under them. And so it's the same with the saints. You look at one saint 
One saint could change a million lives, and they did. Sometimes they've changed millions of lives. And I'm gonna be making a video on this too in my next few videos about how to reform the church, and it's by becoming a saint. You become a saint, we will reform this church. So have hope. Jesus is Lord. Jesus is in charge of our church and no man. May Jesus be praised and may he be praised forever because he wins in the end and we are not going anywhere. Please visit our Patreon page. It tells what we're about and we would love to share what we're about with you. We will be praying for you and God bless you. Mm -hmm.